What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Top 5 at 5 with your host, Johnny Quest. Today is Tuesday, April 7th. Here's what you missed while you were nursing the injury you got learning how to use those stretchy workout bands. Okay, so we spoke about the USNS Comfort last week and what is exactly its role in helping the outbreak in New York City, the most heavily hit area in the U.S. Well, it turns out someone was listening. Maybe I have a fan in Trumpito, because last night he cleared the way for the comfort to start accepting patients with the vid. Of course, right after that, and before any patients were admitted, a staff member on the ship tested positive. They've been quarantined, and this should, quote, not affect the ability for the comfort to receive patients, the spokesperson said of the crew member's diagnosis. The ship is following protocols and taking every precaution to ensure the health and safety of all crew members and patients on board. So now those thousand beds can join the 2,500 beds beds built at the Javits Convention Center as temporary hospitals amid more welcome news that the outbreak in New York could finally be slowing, as long as residents remain disciplined and, quote, suppress the impulse to gather. Meanwhile, other big hit areas like California and Washington State are apparently much better at sheltering in place. The Bay Area, one of the first in the U.S. to be hit, has a death toll over 100, but nothing near the 3,000 plus in New York. Many blame the public transit system that is more heavily used in New York City, Others blame the densely packed neighborhoods, especially in more lower income neighborhoods. This has especially had an effect in Detroit, who is rapidly becoming one of the hardest hit areas in the U.S. It may seem unlikely that Detroit would be a hot spot. It's not as dense and being the motor city, there's not as much public transportation usage. But they do have a lot of international travel into their airport, specifically from both China and Italy, as the big three in Detroit have factories in both countries. That may have helped to bring in the virus. But why the spread? Well, those factory workers, they can't work from home, and many can't afford to take sick leave. Quoting the Wall Street Journal, poverty, lack of access to health care and other basic needs, and the prevalence of poor health conditions could all contribute to the severity of the outbreak in the city and surrounding counties, say health experts and healthcare workers. Dr. Abdul El Sayed, the city's former health director, said the severity of the virus is determined by the people who become infected and their environment. The story is about the host and the environment, and the environment here has been beating up on the hosts for a long time, he said. The outbreak has been particularly fatal for the state's black residents, who make up 41% of Michigan's reported deaths, but only 14% of the state's total population, according to state and federal data. White people make up another 28% of the state's reported deaths, while the racial identity of another 26 weren't reported. Here's to hoping Detroit is at its peak, and the numbers soon start to go down. And while we're on the subject of Detroit, let's shout out a good thing that's happening there. Yesterday, the founder of Quicken, Dan Gilbert, announced that they are joining the efforts of GM, Ford, and Lear in making ventilators, respirators, N95 masks, and face shields. They'll be partnering with Dearborn-based Carhartt to get access to mask production machine. With that, they can create more than 500,000 masks a week. Gilbert also has interest in Zenith, a football helmet manufacturer, and he's using their manufacturing manufacturing expertise and design expertise to design and produce over 20,000 face shields. Quicken has already donated over a million dollars in virus relief efforts. And hey, Rocket Mortgage is a tech company too. So way to go, Dan. Keep the positivity flowing. 
Did you happen to remember that there's an election still scheduled to happen this November? And Democrats have yet to choose an opponent to the Prez. I mean, there's this whole other thing going on at the moment that has people's attention, and most of the primaries have been delayed or postponed. But you would be forgiven if you had no idea that the cheeseheads of Wisconsin are headed out to the polls today. Why, you may ask? Are they somehow immune to the Rona? Of course not. See, the governor of Wisconsin tried to postpone the vote until June 9th, and allow mail-in and absentee ballots to be sent in. Uh, Republicans did not like this idea, so they challenged his executive order, and Republicans in the state Supreme Court shut him down, saying he did not have the legal right to postpone the vote. And then the U.S. Supreme Court also weighed in. They blocked primary voters from being able to send in absentee ballots up until April 13th, giving people more time to vote from home instead of braving the streets. Quote, the majority opinion from the Supreme Court was that extending the date by which ballots may be cast by voters, not just received by the municipal clerks, but cast by voters for an additional six days after the scheduled election day, fundamentally alters the nature of the election. Great. So they gave billions in tax benefits to Foxconn, and they still haven't built anything there. And now they have this whole election fiasco. So avoid Wisconsin for a while? Check. Got it. Are you feeling a fever? You know, a baseball fever? Nah, that was corny. Edit that out. Are you missing the baseball season right now? Especially with all this wonderful time in the home available to you? Well, you might possibly get your fill as soon as May? It's not completely out of the question according to ESPN. Quote, the league and the players union are discussing a plan that could land all 30 teams in Arizona amid the coronavirus pandemic. MLB responded in a statement Tuesday that it's just one of several contingencies being considered and that the league has not settled on that option or developed a detailed plan. Still, the baseball world is buzzing over the possibility. End quote. Very interesting. Now, they'd need about two to three weeks of spring training since that was mostly canceled previously. And it's unlikely that they'd be able to pull this off for May. But wow, they'd play games in some of the 10 spring training facilities that are already in the area. You also have Chase Field, GCU Ballpark, and Phoenix Municipal Stadium. So that gives you 13, but only one of them has a roof. And I don't know if you've ever been to Phoenix in the summer, but... Let's just say that whole dry heat thing, that's some bullshmith. It is death in the sun. So they still have a lot of logistics to figure out, and they definitely would need the support of all the players and the Players Association. But hey, it does give us something baseball to talk about, right? Okay, so if you're a Netflix family and you'd like a bit more control over the kids' account, Netflix added more parental controls today just for you. First, you can now have more control over rating restrictions. So if you want to lower the kids' profile, which by default is PG and TVPG, to something maybe lower like G, you can now do this on a per-profile basis. You can also now remove specific titles. So if there's a actual show specifically or movie, regardless of rating that you'd like to hide on another specific profile, you can do that now as well. So go ahead and block that boss baby two out of there. You can also now pin protect profiles. This can possibly be used to moderate screen time and you can also put a pin on ratings. And finally, you can now disable autoplay to the next episode on a per profile basis. Trust me, those kids don't need to see the next episode of My Little Pony again. 
Well, my beautiful people, those are my top five news stories of the day. Not a whole heck of a lot going on here at the Malve Residence. I might have finally solved my broadband internet speed issue, but that still kind of remains to be seen. So fingers crossed we get that worked out. Outside of that, I don't really have much else to talk about. So I just want to remind you to stay cheerful, focused on the good, be proud, and remain dedicated. I got you with the news.